Welcome to the Stories to Love podcast, the podcast where I fangirl over creators and find out all about their inspiration in hopes to boost our own inspiration. I am your host, Tiff Marcello, an inspiration seeker and your resident fangirl. Hi, this is Tiff of the Stories to Love podcast, and here with me today is Sarah Smith. Sarah Smith is a copywriter turned author who wants to make the world a lovelier place, one kissing story at a time. Her love of romance began when she was eight and she discovered her auntie's stash of romance novels. She's been hooked ever since. When she's not writing, you can find her hiking, eating chocolate, and perfecting her lumpia recipe. She lives in Bend, Oregon with her husband and adorable cat, Salem. I'm so excited to have Sarah on the podcast today as part of the April 5 release day blitz. I have a book release today, Know You by Heart is a contemporary romance, and Sarah is one of my author friends who released a book at the same time as I did. Her new release is called The Close-Up. In this episode, we discussed our shared love of San Francisco, all the places she's written about, her pen names, the different publishers she's writing for, and how she manages her writing time, and the tropes she writes. I appreciate all you who have subscribed. If you haven't, please do and leave a rating when you can. If you'd like to support this podcast, please grab one of my books for you and a friend on my website at tiffmarcello.com. And here we go to my in conversation with Sarah Smith. Hi, this is Tiff of the Stories to Love podcast, and here with me is Sarah Smith. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Tiff. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. So, Sarah, this is the second time that she's here on the Stories to Love podcast. This is part of the podcast Blitz for April 5th because we are sharing a release date, and today is April 5th, or we're taping this a week before, but this is April 5th, so congratulations, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm just super, super excited to be here celebrating with you. Thank you. Yeah. So this book is called The Close Up. This is with Karina Press. So this is the first one in this series. So tell us what The Close Up is about and then the series concept of The Close Up. Yeah, absolutely. So The Close Up is book one in my I Heart SF romance series or I Heart San Francisco. And The Close Up, it's it's a sexy rom-com uh, between Simon, he is a cam guy turned therapist, and Naomi, a media editor. And after she breaks up with her cheating ex-boyfriend, she gets drunk at a bar, <laughs> swears off relationships, and she hits on a random guy, only the guy she hits on isn't random at all. He's the famous cam guy she lusted after in college, and she's so shocked to see him that she vomits on his shoes before running off, but then the <laughs> next day, <laughs> the next day she finds out that she's been assigned to film him for her online series oh because he's a therapist now. So she's doing, she's profiling him as a therapist. And so the two of them obviously have this really intense, you know, spark and physical chemistry, but they're trying to navigate personal, or sorry, they're trying to navigate like the professional boundaries. But obviously that doesn't last long because they give in to their, their attraction. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Because it's going to be happily ever after, which is exactly what we need. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and it's and yeah, so it's book one in this in this new romance series that I'm that I'm taking on. 
so with the next book, is it sort of like the same setting as well? Or is it a, is a different setting, but in San Francisco, like concept wise? Yeah, so the close-up takes place primarily in San Francisco. And then the next book that I'm writing in the series, it takes place like half of it is in San Francisco, but then the other half is in Half Moon Bay, which is actually like not that far from San Francisco. It's just like a sleepy little, beautiful little coastal town. So I just, I just really love San Francisco as a city. And I, it's been so long since I've been able to visit it because of, you know, pandemic and quarantine times situation. And I just find myself writing about these places that I love so much that I can't go to as a way to cope with not being able to go there physically. Yeah. Well, I mean, when with On Location, we were in Utah. And then in Simmer Down, we were in Hawaii, right? Where mm-hmm. was where did Faker take place? So Faker was in Omaha, Nebraska, okay. which <laughs> is where I used to live. And it's not like a place that a lot of people travel to, but like, yeah. you know, it's it's a cool place. And I, I, that was my ode to Omaha in a way. Yeah, I love it. So like, yeah. obviously it's, it's hard to be able to determine like, but do you have another location? Is there like an, a handful of cities that you want to write about? So that's, a, oh, that's a, such a good question. I, yes, I have a couple of like other places that I'd like to write about. Yeah. I have a book coming out in September, The Boy with the Bookstore, and that takes place in Portland, Oregon. Oh. <laughs> and I, cause, and I live in Oregon, but I don't live yeah. in Portland. And I just yeah. think Portland's such, such a cool city and I haven't again gotten to go lately because of the times that we're in right now yeah. so I I'm really excited about that I think it would be really fun to write a book in like Nashville maybe someday or yeah. like Denver I don't yeah. know I those are just really cool cities yeah. that that I visited and would like to set a fun love story yeah I like it it's like once you have all your books like you'll have to create a map so to like oh. And then, like, put a pinpoint in every location that you you set a book. I think that would be so much fun. That's that a would great be like, idea. And, and it'll be like a what's it called? One of those bingo squares where you're like, yes. okay. And then you can. <laughs> anyway, I love it. I love San Francisco. San Francisco is oh. like my favorite place to live. I grew up there, so it's like yes. I I cannot wait to read this book. And Half Moon Bay is adorable, and they mm-hmm. have the festivals there. Mm-hmm. So it's like I. They had this. I remember going to Half Moon Bay for a for a Halloween festival, not have like a Thanksgiving pumpkin. Oh, cool festival! And that was just so much fun. I remember I was a little girl, so it was you know, it's just whatever whatever harkens back to my childhood. I just I just totally love it. Oh, I'm now I'm kind of nervous because if I <laughs> if I did it wrong, you're gonna be like, what are you what are you doing, Sarah? Like, why'd you write this? <laughs> So for those that don't know, so you write under Sarah Smith, which is your, you know, spicy, right, rom-com. Yes. And then you are also Sarah Sky, which you write with your friend. And then you are also Sarah Echevarre writing women's fiction. Yes. Yeah. So what are your plans? So you've got a book coming out, you said, in the fall. Yes. Right. Yep. That's another another sexy romance coming out yeah. in the fall. The boy with the bookstore, and then I have I'm working on another women's fiction book under, like you said, my Sarah Echevarri name. Yeah. I don't have a release date for that yet, but yeah. stay tuned. I'll I'll make an announcement when I yeah. when I find out. And then Sarah Sky, which I write with my amazing friend Sky McDonald. We are currently drafting our next book in our series. So we don't have a release date for that. But as soon as we finish it, we'll let you 
we'll let you know. <laughs> it's ready so to go. When, whenever you write, are you writing, can you write two in tandem with each other? Or mm-hmm. do you try to focus on writing one book at a time, like really, really focusing on that one book? So if, if let's say two or do around the same time, do you write them in tandem? Or do you like say, okay, let me just take these, the first half of the allotted time and just focus on book one, and then the other one on the other book? So how do you do that? Yeah, I, the second way that you mentioned is how I do okay. it. Just because for me, I think it would be really, really hard if like, you know, on the same day, you know, in the morning, I'm drafting mm-hmm. this book, and then in the afternoon, I'm drafting the next, I think I would just get so muddled. And I don't, I don't like feeling that way. And I know some, some writers can yeah. do that without issue. But like, I'm definitely the kind of writer who if I have deadlines that are overlapping, like I work on one first, and then yeah. the other. That's just how I can get my brain green yeah. to do it. Otherwise, it's not gonna end well. <laughs> yeah. And, and I imagine like whenever you're coming up with new ideas, like, do you have like a certain way that you file them in your computer? Or do you write them down in a notebook? How do you do that? Because when ideas come to me, I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, you have to go and, and go get a piece of paper somewhere. So how do you how do you manage those new ideas then? So yeah, I normally what I do is I'll just open up like an email and do it in an email draft. Because um, I don't know about you, Tiff, but like, sometimes I'll have an idea, and it'll sound really good initially. And then like, later on, I'm like, actually, this is a terrible idea. I, don't, <laughs> I shouldn't write this. I haven't thought this out well enough. So my email drafts are currently a mess because they have like a million, you know, yeah. half ideas, some great, some terrible. If I'm and you and usually like, if I'm out and about, I can just go on my phone and add to that. So that's how my, my wild brain keeps track of new ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, you know, cause you're also getting ideas for your, com- your partnered work as yes. well mm-hmm. between you and Sky, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's- and how is, how is that writing with Sky? How is that? Like, is it, is it harder or is, do, does it feel really collaborative and feels easier. What do you think? Honestly, it is easier to me in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways because we just work really well together. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, so she, Skye McDonald, she writes her own romance, romance books on her own. And, but we have a really, I feel like we have a really compatible writing style. So when we write together, we do dual perspective and she takes one character, I take the other. And so we just switch off chapters and it's really, it's honestly really smooth, really, really easy. It would be terrible if, we didn't have compatible styles, I think. I think that would be really, really hard. But because we work well together and we write similar styles, it is easier, in my opinion, because you're essentially just doing half the work in, yeah. in writing and drafting. So Yeah. Yeah, because I, I can just imagine, like, the I think collaboration is so cool. It is, yeah. You know? And so when you're drafting, you're really kind of playing off of one another then. Yeah, that's exactly that's really what we're neat. doing. Yeah, and we... You should see like our, our, the text history we have with each other. <laughs> it's just like the most random, like, what if we have him do this? Or like, this yeah. song is perfect for her. You know, just, but it's, it works because I feel like we're so, we're just on the same wavelength creatively. Yeah. And I, I feel like we want to tell the same kind of story. And because we just mesh so well, it's just, it's just easy. So it is, it's completely, it's completely nuts, but it works for us because we are the same kind of nuts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, you know, I don't think I asked you this the last time you were on the podcast. Then are you, do you outline then? How do you manage your your normal writing process normally? I guess, you know, because I guess with every book, right, it changes. Yeah. And But in general, are you a plotter or do you kind of fly by the seat of your pants? What do you do oh. usually? I, so normally, I so I used to be a pantser and that was the only mm-hmm. way that I could I could write and I even to the point where if I tried to outline I would just lose my inspiration I just wouldn't want to do it anymore but because you know publishing is just more structured and you have to like turn in outlines like now I'm much more of a plotter outliner but not in a detailed way like I the outlines that I come up with are like maybe a couple pages and they're just very like like all of the main points are there but like there's a lot of leeway and flexibility that I take throughout the story because that's just I mean that's just how my brain works I can't like I can't have a 20 page outline where every single thing is detailed. I need to yeah, just like write the story sure. and get a feel for the characters. And then I'm like, oh no, no, no. They would do it this way or like this needs to happen here because I don't know. It's, I think it just must be the way that I'm wired and how my brain works because I, I just can't, even if I try to outline that way, it never yeah. works out. I always change a bunch of stuff. So it, it can be general, but not too specific for me. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I, I get that. Yeah, I have a friend that like does up to a certain point, like she, she outlines up to like, you know, like three or four chapters out. Mm -hmm. And then she stops. And then she writes to that point. And then she outlines three to four chapters. I'm like, that's really neat. Yeah, that is because then you she just goes as the story takes her, but there's still structure. That's really smart. Yeah, there's still structure. So like, if if she can't see three to four chapters out, she's like, hmm, Mm -hmm. something's not aligning I'm like that's kind of a neat mm-hmm. way because yeah because sometimes I what happens is that I overplot and I'm like what is the story about <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it just plot points or is this emotion what is this <laughs> so okay so back to the close-up yes so with the close-up like the tropes that I, I from what I remember from what the synopsis that you gave so you've got you've got um this working relationship. So I've noticed that with a lot of your books, right? You 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 try to tackle and try to sort through this working relationship. So it's it's really neat how well because I have a favorite trope. You know, I I yeah. do second chance romance like I think every single time, but in different ways, right? right? Yes. So I feel like that's one of your favorites to do it is yeah and i like you said i i just think like everyone has just a favorite romance (laughs) trope you know like it's (laughs) it's so and but that's okay because they're so good and they're so fun so why wouldn't you have a favorite one you know (laughs) why wouldn't you want to write it like 30 million ways i love it (laughs) you know it's so funny like my book that's coming out in november Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna do um one night stand Oh, right? yeah. I'm going to do one night stand, but then it ended up being a second chance. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so like by the time, you know, we revise it over and over, I'm like, okay, I'm back to where I yeah. am. <laughs> it's, it's like you tried I'm to deviate. To second chance. Right? But like your your heart just wasn't in it. It had to be second chance. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that funny? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So for the close up, what plans? Do you have any real estate plans? That are like, if not for the first week or the upcoming or any future like places you're going to be going or yes. events. Or- so I have some some virtual events planned like on IG Live and Zoom. So that'll be fun just because I feel like even now I know we're a couple years out of the pandemic, but it's still really hard, I think, to, yeah. to do um, 
in-person events and I, I live in kind of the middle of nowhere. So yeah. there's not a lot for me to do or go to. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to yeah. rely pretty heavily on, <laughs> on virtual events, which is great because I feel like that allows us as authors to connect with readers and in, sure. in our audience, even if we can't physically be with each other. So I have plans to do that to sort of celebrate the close up. And then I personally, I have a bottle of Costco Prosecco in my pantry that I'm going <laughs> to probably pop open <laughs> <laughs> because that's my style. Costco Prosecco. <laughs> I love Costco. It's, I mean, it's so it's good. Just- and it's cheap. You know, <laughs> Prosecco and then shrimp chips. I mean, yeah. you just go <laughs> Oh my gosh, you just described my favorite meal. Thank you. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, so I assume that you are busy writing right now. So what is, in terms of what are you, what are you writing? What what can you share with us at this moment? Yeah, so, uh, so right now I'm just finishing up some manuscript work. One of the manuscript is the sequel to The Close-Up, which is, uh, so the main character in The Close-Up is Naomi, and she has a cousin, Harper, and the sequel will be her cousin's love story. So, and I, that was really, really fun to write. I can't give away too much right now, but I promise as soon as I can, I will, I will tell everybody (laughs) But that's coming up. I'm working on another, or I have another women's fiction out, like I said, next next year. And then I have... Do you have a title for that yet? Not yet, no. I'm terrible at titles. And I don't... And I don't me too. Okay, I'm yeah. horrible. So, horrible. yeah, I, I mean, like I had a working title and then that didn't work. And it, now that I think about it, it was terrible. So I don't even want to say what that was. <laughs> it's just terrible. But, and then in the fall, I have The Boy with the Bookstore coming out. Okay. And that's with Berkeley. That's with Berkeley, yes. And then um, I am working with my writing partner, Sky McDonald. We are currently writing writing our third book together. So a lot of different things, a lot of different fires or irons in the fire, I guess. And yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. I don't know. You never know. Till you do it, you never know. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Now, do you have any books um, you can recommend or a book you can recommend that you're reading right now or? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually rereading a favorite of mine, which is A Reluctant Attraction by Rosanna Leo. And that came out, oh, yeah, yay. it came out last year. She and I yeah. shared a pub day, actually. That was really, really fun. And that is, it's the third book in her Handyman series, which is a book series about three brothers in Canada. And they have like a handyman home renovation show. It's so good. And this book, I've read it before, but I just love it so much. It's the youngest brother. He is renovating a cat sanctuary with his for the TV show. And he falls in love with the woman who runs the cat sanctuary. She's a young widow. So there's a lot of emotions. Oh, it's so good. That is a lot. Yeah, it's, it, there's a, I love it. And there's like a reason why I'm reading it for a second time because it's just so good. I just I just need something happy that I know I love right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and something super hopeful. I love yes, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I always ask all my guests, um, what keeps your well refilled these days? Oh, oh my gosh. That is so important. So <laughs> honestly, besides, <laughs> I was actually thinking like, I probably shouldn't say that because I mean, Prosecco is great, but you're right. That can't be the only thing. Honestly, just like, just talking, venting with my author friends, I, I Tiff, you and I, we had a little chat before before our <laughs> podcast, before your podcast today. And that like, I don't know, I just think it's really important to have like people in your life who know what you're going through and fellow authors know what you're going through. And you can just, you can say anything and they're not going to be like, 
judging you for it because they know exactly what you're going through. So just having those friendships, I think is really important right now, especially, you know, when, when things get stressful and you get kind of discouraged because that's, you know, the publishing industry is just ups and downs. You never know what's going to happen. And just having friends who, you know, that you can go to would be like, Oh, can I just talk to you about this? And they'll, and they'll be like, yeah, absolutely. They'll, that would yeah. be, they'll empathize and they know exactly what you're going through. That definitely keeps me sane and I love that. Well, ditto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, that is it. I mean, this is short and sweet for anybody that hasn't listened to my previous podcast episode with Sarah. It was last year. It came out last year. So, and you can get to know her a little bit more there, but Thank you, everyone, for joining us here at the Stories to Live podcast. And thank you so much, Sarah, once more. And congratulations and happy release day. Thank you so much, Chip. I'm so excited to celebrate with you. This was amazing. Yay. Okay, bye-bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me, Tiff Marcello, at the Stories to Live podcast. You can follow me through my newsletter at tiffmarcello.com an Instagram and Facebook page under Tiff Marcello and the Stories to Love podcast. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating, spreading the word, and picking up one of my books for you and a friend on my website at tiffmarcello.com. I'll see you again.